Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want to mention uh, tonight at the game, uh, Section 105, look out for cream. It's, it's, a, it's a soft serve, like, it's almost like a soft serve ATM. Mm. You just go up there, put your payment in, yeah. and it's that th- they've got um, Beam Ice Cream debuting tonight. Okay, okay. And this is Kendra Montgomery Black and the Sacramento Kings and their DEI squad continuing to highlight black businesses in yeah. our community. Yeah. And this is at Section One Hundred Five. Come to think about it. That's right by us. Right by us. That's Section no, 105. No, I'm telling you. Like, hey, wait, wait. I started. Wait a minute. Section 105. <laughs> that is right by yeah, absolutely. us. Absolutely. I'm tapping in. You better believe that. Be on the lookout. Yeah. I know uh, people like to get their food there. They like to get their treats and their sweets and their ice cream. Check out that 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 cream dispensary, mm. uh, Section 105, uh, tonight, man. Um, I can't wait. I'm, 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 I'm a, wanna, the some. ice cream's black. They got like purple. It's dope. Like it's it's not some like random vanilla stuff that you put toppings on. No, this they 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 went the extra mile with this one. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, so take a look at that. Um, we mentioned this a few moments ago. We didn't get the opportunity to elaborate, but the Lakers uh, and the Suns both lost last night. And you kind of touched on this, and I think it's something people are willingly forgetting. Or, or maybe just forgetting in a panic. The season's going to run out. Like, there are games just, okay, well, there's only 27 games left, 26 games left. And every time these teams lose, it changes what the outlook of the season looks like for the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. I think it was Kevin Phippen last night uh, who, who, who put out the records of what teams would have to do to catch up with Sacramento like everyone was talking about the Lakers. Oh, my God, the Lakers got better. They're young. They're dangerous. How could they get into the – they're going to get into the playoffs now. It's like, yeah, they have to go 21-6. and six. <laughs> Like 21-6 and six and, to get and to the already, playoffs. Didn't they already lose a game? Is that, yes, is 21 that and 6 counting, counting last night. Counting last yeah, night. counting last night. All right, man. That's like – I'm not. I'm not saying nothing's impossible. And, and, and These and guys it, can, you know, turn it up. There, there's some good teams. They may have improvement. There's but no. There's not I, a lot of time left. I want to point out too. There's no like outlandish. Someone has to go 27 and 0 right. in, in, in those teams. But there, every I think every team on that list who, or I don't think I know every team that's on that list behind Sacramento is going to have to play above their winning percentage. Mm-hmm. If Sacramento played 500, right. If right. Sacramento, that's if the, assuming that the Kings don't play well. Exactly. If the Kings go 500, which is below their win percentage, the other teams would have to play well over their current win percentage to get into the top six. Right. 
And and on top of that, and once again, I don't want to make it as if it's impossible. <laughs> you need three teams to do it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was about to say. You need like three. Well, I mean, mathematically, you need three teams. But we're the, the, when they laid out the records, it's like three, four teams that all have to go like 18 and nine. <laughs> and the Kings play 500 to pass them up. Mm. That's, a, that's, a, that's asking a lot, man. And, and once again, we're talking about the Kings playing 500 something they haven't done for a lot of the year. And they've been trending up For a long period. Yeah. yeah. For, they've been trending upward for well, I don't said know how it. long. Get to five games over 500 they and don't look back. back. They ain't going back. And they haven't looked back. Not going to be able to do it. Yeah, they have not looked back uh, at all. John Hollinger wrote about the Sacramento Kings. Hollinger uh, always trying to creep back in. Man. Well, yeah, it, yeah, he's done it a couple times. So I'm like, all right, all right, Hollinger, all right, yeah, all right, man, you 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 working your way back into the good graces. We ain't fully there, but you working. I, your way. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go as far as good graces. Um, he's he's he's. I I, th- I think John Hollinger started doing the math, and he was like, okay, the. Time for them to, like, blow it is running out. Like, they might actually be good. Uh, He wrote about um, teams that made moves, and he put them in different tiers, and he put uh, Cleveland and Sacramento in. Sometimes it's the deals you don't make. And here's what John Hollinger. didn't do anything either, right? Yeah, that's what it's. Sometimes it's the deals you don't make. That's why they're they're in this uh, tier. And he he notes with Cleveland, the Cavs already made the – they did their deal already. Mm -hmm. This is the Donovan Mitchell deal. Uh, for Sacramento, Hollinger wrote, I actually admire the Kings' restraint given the giddy state of affairs in a town that is not used to being 31-23 and 23 at the trade deadline. They got paid to take Kessler Edwards and called it a day. The Kings badly need a wing defender, yes, but I also don't think they're in a position where dumping a horde of picks on a Bridges and an Obi type makes sense. Mm. The Kings also have some really interesting offseason scenarios between Harrison Barnes' free agency and a potential Domas Sabonis extension uh, and the possibility of cap space if they don't retain Harrison Barnes. Mm. Now, I know John knows this. I'm pretty sure everybody else knows this, but we'll repeat it. The Sacramento Kings will absolutely offer Domas Sabonis an extension. Mm-hmm. Domas Sabonis absolutely will not sign that extension. Mm-hmm. It makes zero financial sense for him to do it. As painful as it's going to be for this fan base, Demontis Sabonis is going to be a free agent. And obviously the hope is he resigns here with Sacramento. Right. Not, and that's not even this offseason. Right. That's the following offseason. Yeah. Um, but interesting to hear a regular Sacramento detractor say, hey, I get it. This actually – makes sense. There are things that they need for sure, but the ways to go about them for this team, that might not be that might not be the way. Phoenix is in a championship window. Go for it right now. You can have our picks for the next four years because we need to win a championship. Time is running out. Right. And they'll 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 go through their whether it's Oklahoma City or Houston or San Antonio, they'll go through that phase later. Mm-hmm. The Kings, they haven't hit the top of the hill to start moving down yet. Right. And when you trade four first-round draft picks, you better have a championship window open. And I, I love Mikel Bridges, and I love OG Ananobi. I don't know that that opens a championship window for this team. Yeah, and it's 
you know, I I understand when we were talking to James and, you know, he's talking about timeline and all this other stuff and not, not ahead of schedule. I understand not getting, you know, wrapped up in that because if you got an opportunity to win, you don't worry about, oh, we're ahead of schedule. No, yeah. like win. Yeah. Win. Yep. But also. I hate schedules, by the way. Absolutely hate them. I hate, I hate that line. Matt said it yesterday. I was like, where, where is this schedule? Or, or maybe James said it. Someone said it. Where the hell is well, this James schedule? James is against the schedule. James is against the schedule. So Matt mentioned the schedule. Yeah. I hate the schedule. <laughs> like, where is this schedule? Who writes it? Who comes up with the schedule? So, Who it, determines this? I have no idea. It's and what schedule, schedule is Phoenix on? It's the schedule makers or it's the script makers. All the script makers. That, that was that was that was the, scripts, that was the scripts are crazy right that now. That was the that was the the key phrase being used around the NBA <laughs> yesterday was the script. Um, but you also when you talk about building a team, you also like like Hollinger pointed out, you got to have a certain level of restraint. It's easy to be like, man, we're like to have the thought of. We're in a spot that we haven't been in in a long time. Let's just go for it. Like, well, yes, it's a delicate balance. Like, you you want to achieve that, but you got to be cognizant of your future, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job of that um, at the trade deadline, I, I think. I mean, are there second-round picks that they could have packaged together and moved on? Yeah, I'm sure they could have, you know. I, who knows what happened there? If if their offer wasn't good enough, or if it was the same as another team, and the team just went to went with a, a different deal, who who knows? But yeah, I, I'm I'm with Hollinger on this one. Like there was there was a level of restraint there that that I think was the right move. Um. Shams tweeted, the Orlando Magic and guard Patrick Beverly are working through a contract buyout that clears the way for Beverly to choose among interested suitors. No, oh, good. Would you do it? No. <laughs> Pat Beverly's no good. Yeah, he, he, he would create. He, you talk about a vibe killer. He'd kill the whole vibe. Y'all got the nerve to call Russell Westbrook a vampire, but you had this dude in your locker room. Come on, man. Give me a break. This dude, this dude, this dude Pat Bev, not only is a vibe killer, he's a game killer. Oh, he's Put that. him in there, and it's barbecue chicken. Oh, it's man. Brick City when he shoots. He ain't no good no more. Some people like barbecue chicken. <laughs> yeah, the other team. <laughs> that, fan ba- that fan base loved him some barbecue chicken. <laughs> You know, one thing we didn't talk about, because I guess it doesn't really have anything to do with us. We were covering, you know, as it pertains to the Kings, but we you know, go to San Francisco a little bit. What do you think about James Wiseman? Like, what do you think ultimately happens with him? Man, I'm still a guy that's a believer in his game and his potential. But and they, wasn't that a tough spot for him to land, though? It didn't seem like it was, but I guess it was. Like, it seemed like as a big man, you're playing with Steph and all these other guys. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't oh, mean you Phoenix. Mean Detro- yeah. Detroit? I mean, I mean, I didn't mean Golden State. I meant, uh, yeah, Detroit. Oh, yeah, Detroit. Detroit. Like, what's he going to do? I, I, the, Detroit he's... is doing a bit of what Houston is doing, where it's like they just got a bunch of young guys. But how are they ever going to develop? It was, it's exactly what we were talking yeah, about with I Houston. I know. They're just getting a bunch of young guys and collecting, you know, I hate to use the word, but collecting assets and mm-hmm. seeing what happens. Like their 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 drafts and their decision making really have no rhyme or reason. You go out, you get Ivy to pair up with Cade Cunningham, to then get Duran, but then get uh, Marvin Bagley, and then get Wiseman. Yeah, 
and then hope that you win the draft and you get Wimbenyama. Now, all of that will go out the window. You get Wimbenyama. But now you got these guys like Wiseman and Duran and Bagley. Like, what are you supposed yeah. to do with them? Like, where are they going? I don't know. Really wouldn't matter because you well, have Wimbenyama. But well, that's, I'm just saying. But that's also the thing. Like, uh, Wiseman's not going to get better there. Even if, he, even if he still has potential. Even if he still has like a – you, you said you're still a believer in his game. He's not going to get better there. No. I don't think so. They they say they plan to start him in the in the starting lineup. So okay, you know. Well, I mean, like, I, I I get. I mean, I'm, I don't I don't mean to insinuate the reps won't be good for him. I just mm-hmm. you know we 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 literally just had this discussion with guys like Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. How when you're, I just don't know how you get better in those those types of situations. Man, I don't think. Uh, well, I guess we think differently with uh, Dwayne Casey, but I, much like Houston, I don't know if they have the right guy to prepare them for another step for the next step that they're trying to trying to get get to yeah well i yeah i i don't know um let's come back i i have questions about gary payton too like gary Mm. and i guess we can save those for trista she joins us at the top of the hour like why did that end so quickly in portland he barely got to play did you see the did you see the shots he fired the Figurative or literal? <laughs> Figurative. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see any quotes from him at all. Yeah, he took shots at Portland. Yeah. Oh, I need to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that when we return here. Also, of course, we'll talk more uh, about the Sacramento Kings and the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Some San Francisco 49ers win some awards. Patrick Mahomes wins another MVP. We got all that coming up here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. That's, that's a good. That's a that's a good. Uh, a sneaky little good story for for GP in 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 the Warriors. Him landing back there. I don't I don't know what went wrong. I'm. Kenny uh, had mentioned a, a tweet that was out there. Um, he tagged me in it. I, I I don't know the 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 context of this tweet. I couldn't find that quote in the article, mm. um, so I, I don't want to repeat it on the air. That feels a little irresponsible. Just because I couldn't find it in the article it doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. It's a long article that I was trying to speed read through uh, without boring our our wonderful streaming audience to death as I was trying to find the the, the official quote. It's just so weird that that was a that felt like a big acquisition for them uh, this offseason, uh, though I guess we can ask Trista Crick about it when she joins us from the Super Bowl. From the Super she joins Bowl. joins us from, uh, I don't know if she's in Phoenix or Glendale or, or, or where she's at. But. Somebody, uh, I forgot who it was, but somebody was tweeting out there like, a lot of 49er fans out here, guess those tickets were <laughs> unrefundable. <laughs> oh, that's cold. Damn, they probably were. That's cold. They probably were. There's probably a lot of 49 Those are those are probably locals, to be honest with you. Yeah. Those are probably just a lot of 49 fans, fans in Arizona. Period. Regardless, man. Like it's just what we do nowadays. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't know what happened, but they're America's team. It's a good point, Barbaric. You know Trista's in Scottsdale. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. She's in the she's in the fancy neighborhoods right there for sure. <laughs> Um, Kings Mavericks tonight. Uh, let's touch on a couple of, of, of football notes while we mentioned the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, NFL honors last night. Uh, Nick Bosa. Did Prince. you watch? Uh, no. Why would I do that? I still don't understand why you hate it on Thursday. I like you've explained it, but N- no, I don't hate it on Thursday. Thursday of the Super Bowl. No, no. Is that what you thought I said? That's what you said. No, Saturday. They used to give it out on Saturday. Oh, they well, used to give the MVP trophy out I, on Saturday. I thought you. I thought the whole thing is because I was like, no, it's on Thursday this year, and you were like, it's still remember. stupid because it's on the Super Bowl week, or they should do it right after the. No, season No, I think something. the dumbest thing they 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 ever did. That's the smartest thing they've ever done. Moved it is moved it to Thursday when they gave it out on Saturday. Like you forgot who won the next day because you weren't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. If you ever knew, I don't care. I mean, the award. It's fine for them to do an award show. Yeah, I I'm not, I don't I, I'm not gonna watch it. I didn't like the NBA one either. Particularly because they did the NBA one in like August, <laughs> yeah, and I'm only like, slightly exaggerating. I think it was, it was like late it was July. Little, yeah, it was like it was late. Because if I'm an NBA was, player, I was like, I'm not showing up to this. <laughs> Unless you guarantee I'm taking home the MVP trophy, I'm not showing up to this. They should do. To be honest with you, because and we're still talking NFL, but if the NBA is going to do it, they should do it in Vegas during summer league week, first week of summer league. Yeah, don't don't do any of that. Do what you're doing is just fine. Yeah, I'd watch. I'm glad that, and we. I think we mentioned this earlier in the week because we were asked when, um, the All Stars would be announced. Obviously, De'Aaron Fox announced an All Star today, and I think one of the things we said is, I hope they do it Friday, so De'Aaron can get that recognition mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kudos to Adam Silver in the league, Big ups. and I'm sure they did it strictly for De'Aaron Fox in the Golden One Center. And there's no As other logistical should. reason they made that announcement. Today. As they should, they don't do anything else for us. I absolutely agree. Did you, did you see the last two minute report? Yes, they they they, they did acknowledge they got the Eric Gordon play wrong. And they said, then they say Sabonis got fouled. Yeah, they said Sabonis got fouled with ten seconds left yeah. on on that. That was scrum. a crazy sequence. That was a wild sequence. You know what the craziest part of that sequence was when it ended? How I was like, wait a minute, 
how much time was left when all this started? Like, for some reason, I thought the Kings had nothing but time. And then miss shot, miss shot, miss shot, miss shot, miss shot, dead ball. What was it, three seconds, five seconds? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. How did that happen? Oh, man. They're going to lose now because <laughs> right. they missed like three at the point blank range. And now they got to do a jump ball. Jeez. Yeah, that was a crazy sequence. I, I yeah, can't, I can't believe report, I can't uh, believe they won that game. That was crazy. That was crazy. If it wasn't for the trade deadline. I wish we had had one day that. between that game and the trade deadline <laughs> to just really like put our feet up and appreciate. I don't give a damn how bad they played, how many points they gave up. Care. The fact that they won, again, there were 2.6 seconds left, and they didn't have the ball. Right. And they were down, and they won. Malik Monk stole the inbound pass. <laughs> he stole it's, the inbound pass. Which feels like it's virtually impossible to do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Unless you're Trevor Ariza in the playoffs <laughs> oh, man. 15 years ago. <laughs> um, which game was that again? It was Lakers-Phoenix, question mark? Lakers-Suns, right? He stole the inbound Lakers-Nuggets? When did he steal the he stole, he stole. He stole an inbound pass. I think he did it twice. This was oh nine oh eight. I was gonna say oh seven, but it might have been oh eight or oh nine. Yeah, that's isn't that all Trevor Reese is known for is those two because he did it twice in the same series. I do not recall. I thought it was Phoenix. It might not have been. I think it's the Nuggets because I looked up Trevor Reese's deal on the Nuggets. The first one that came out. Nuggets because I remember in the Nuggets series that's when as I tried to spit game to Kings fans uh, years later. That's when they had some inbound passes at the end of the game, and Lamar Odom was guarding the inbounder, mm-hmm. and that was a staple of Phil Jackson. Put and a big that, dude on the inbound play, yeah, put somebody really big on the inbounder. That led us all the way to like twenty, I don't know, eighteen, maybe nineteen. Remember the game in Miami when Luke put Marvin Bagley mm-hmm. on the inbounder. Marvin got out of the passing lane. Miami did. passed it in and scored. And everybody was, why did Luke have him guarding the inbounds pass? He should have been in there to block and protect the rim. I was like, that's what Phil Jackson did if you go back to his time with Lamar Odom. So you just took a shot at Marvin Bagley for not being in the right spot. I don't care. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Uh, Marvin and, and, and Buddy – they didn't talk too slick at this point for me to defend them. I, I was a defender of those guys getting shots taken at them here in Sacramento, but they be talking too slick. Can't defend them no more. Take as many shots as you want. Um, Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, we'll Give the 49ers their acknowledgement. Uh, D'Amico Ryans wins Assistant Coach of the Year. Big ups. Um, Shanahan finished second for Coach of the Year. Wasn't behind. it by like three votes or something like that? I thought I saw. I thought I saw it was pretty close. Yeah, I think Nick Wagner tweeted that out. Dayball with Coach of the Year. Look, all all respect. He didn't deserve Coach of the Year. No, that's a terrible decision by whoever votes for these things by the Grammy committee. That's a terrible decision. The Academy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I I, I just don't understand the award. I don't either. I mean, if co- coach of the like, if you were to ask voters to define coach of the year this year, you'd have to define it as either the coach that did the most with the least, or the coach whose team was absolute ass the year prior and was pretty good this year. 
Because it, otherwise, I, I, I point this out, and I'm sorry to be a broken record. Andy Reid won Coach of the Year one time 20 years ago. Mm. One time 20 years ago. Kyle Shanahan lost two starting quarterbacks. Hmm. Kyle Shanahan went through a large chunk of the season with the last pick in the draft under center. Mm-hmm. And you, you it, it, well, look at all the talent that he had. Okay? When he lost that quarterback, how well did that talent do? Like, it's, it's, it's like you, it's, they, they almost purposely didn't acknowledge what Kyle did this year, which I, I think is ridiculous. That's crazy. I mean, I, I think. I think Kyle Shanahan should have won, but even if it's not Kyle Shanahan, the fact that Nick Sirianni wasn't even a finalist, that's crazy. And like you mentioned, Andy Reid, the Giants won nine games. It's not like they went 14-3 and three on the season. Like they, they, they won nine games. They had a fine season. I guess, I guess I'm the only one in the damn country who wasn't surprised by them being in playoff contention. And it was this big thing. I said at the beginning of the year, Look for them or the Lions to possibly sneak into the playoffs. Schedule's weak. They're not completely terrible. They can get in. But everybody, look what he did. With... All right, fine. They won nine games. I think I saw something where, in, and it doesn't matter. It's One coach of the year winning nine games. Huh? It's, yeah, it's crazy. That's ridiculous. And, and I saw something. That's ridiculous. I saw something. I forgot exactly what it was, but I think it was from, like, November 1st. They were, like, 2-8. and eight. Or something like that. Like they won a bunch of games early, and they didn't do much of anything late. They did just enough to get by. So, like, I'm looking at some of the comments, like our man Jay Scott. Giants were supposed to be pretty bad this year. Like, cool. According to who? Not according to me. That's what I keep saying. Yeah, I, I, I guess. It, hey, okay, hey, let's take a look at this. Philadelphia, oh, man, it's a good roster. Nick Sirianni, sorry, buddy, you can't win coach of the year. Hey, let's take a look at Kansas City. You got Patrick Mahomes, sorry, Andy, you can't win coach of the year. You got Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Debo. Sorry, Kyle. I didn't even look. I, 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 this is me. I'm assuming the answer is no. In fact, I don't. Even, is this even an award? Did John Lynch win? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about him winning. I assume he didn't, but now that I think about it, I, I don't feel like I heard anyone win executive of the year. Mm. And how could it not be Kyle Shanahan for that uh, acquisition at the trade deadline? Big time. Big time. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy Dayball win. I mean, good for him. I don't have a problem with Dayball personally or as a coach. He's perfectly no, fine, but I just not, didn't think he should have won the award. It's not Brian Dayball. It's what the hell is this award? That's what it is. It's not Brian Dayball. Right. Um, good for him. Did like, you see the Jets got the offensive and defensive rookies of the year? Mm-hmm. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. Good, good for, for Bob Sala. Good, good for Bob. Good for Bob indeed. Yeah. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes wins his MVP. second. What did you think about that? I thought it should have gone yeah. to Jalen Hurts. No, I, I figured it was coming down to – I didn't look at the, the, the voting numbers. He was second, obviously. Jalen was second. I, I figured it was between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, and I don't think it's out, yeah, outrageous. It's not, outla- it's not outrageous that Pat got it. I just thought Jalen was Jalen was really it. good. Yeah. And, and it, 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 part of it is – and, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know. Part of it is I think maybe the – like Jalen does this season mm-hmm. next year. He's probably not in the MVP conversation. Mm. I think there was a, oh man, okay, we were wrong about Jalen, mm-hmm. and okay, he's a he's a he's a good ball player. 
had a he was phenomenal. Patrick Mahomes was equally as great. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no I have no issue with that award. I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have had an issue if it went to Jalen Hurts. The only reason I I, I started to lean towards Patrick Mahomes because Jalen missed like a couple games at the end of the year, and I, you know, maybe that'll make Patrick Mahomes' numbers a little bit more outrageous mm-hmm. in comparison. And then he walks home with an MVP. Yeah. But I think it's right that those two were the uh, the two top vote getters, and yeah. and uh, I, I would have been good with either one getting it. One hundred percent. I got a question for you when you talk about football. Brock Purdy got three votes. For... Good for Brock Purdy. <laughs> All this talk about Brock Purdy might win offensive. Well, he was one of the finalists. He got three votes. Good for good for Brock Purdy with his three votes. Um, when you talk about the the football ratings. <clears throat> I think the ratings that came out about the Pro the, Bowl. And, the television ratings? Yeah. Okay. And they were high. I don't have the exact number, but they were high. And it was like, man, it's crazy. People were just, we love football here and we're watching football. To Do you know anybody that watched the Pro Bowl? Uh, I don't. I don't know a single person that watched it. I don't know Jesse? what's going on. Jesse, did you watch it? No. I didn't watch it. I, don't, I know two people that watched it. Right. But I know every I think the um, I saw it uh, where it was so much higher than LeBron's game. Right. The the record breaker. The Pro Bowl was so much higher. than. No, I get what you're saying. But what? Yeah. Yeah. I think what was that three point seven, three point seven million or something like that for the for TNT. LeBron's game. Yeah. And it was like I know I maybe I'm just a, a basketball guy instead. But everybody I know saw that moment. Everybody, I don't yeah. know anybody that watched the Pro Bowl. That's probably that's probably your personal algorithm. Maybe I guess. So I, I I'll, I'm I'm gonna. Th- this isn't over. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Six million for the Pro Bowl. Sunday's inaugural NFL Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl games averaged 6.28 million viewers across ABC, ESPN, Disney X, XD, whatever. What oh, the hell is that? Oh, they had a Disney that? XD broadcast. That's a, that's a channel. That? Disney XD it's is like a channel? It's like a Nickelodeon type channel. Oh. Good for All them right. putting it on Disney XD. D-Lo ain't got no kids. That's why he don't know what Disney XD is. I have no idea. Says so the Pro Bowl <laughs> averaged fewer viewers than... Uh, last year's All-Star Games in Major League Baseball and the NBA. With the caveat, those two events are more traditional versions of the retrospective sports. The reimagined Pro Bowl was a flag football game. Uh, you know the, the, okay. I'll say this, though. The crazy thing about it, I'm not even saying like necessarily like they're lying or nobody watched no, it. I just don't understand. Because look, look, I, at the, look at the Allegiant Stadium. The place was packed for the Pro Bowl. What are these people... What are these people doing? I, uh, I, I can, I think I can answer that. And this isn't an, an opinion. The, the, this, these are statistical studies, at least dating back five, you know, maybe four to five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audience for NFL games, despite the fact we love it and we talk about it, it's, it's different. It's not our audience. Mm-hmm. It's a little older. It's a little paler. It's it's a little different than like the NBA, right? Yeah. And part of it is, it it, I, it it absolutely is your personal algorithm. Mm. We in we in a basketball country, you know, Forty Nine ers cool, Raiders, 
you're an Eagles fan, a Dolphins fan, whatever. I, fine. Mm-hmm. This is King. This is a, a King's place. Like we're we're talking basketball, King's NBA place. Yeah, and so our follows are centered almost ex- not uh, not exclusively, but primarily by the NBA. Mm-hmm. And so when we log into Twitter, everybody's watching LeBron James breaking the record. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those people who are watching football, I don't I don't know that NFL Twitter is a thing. <laughs> right. Outside of like, right. outside of Schefter. And Ian Rappaport, like you get you get news from them, right? But when has anyone ever said, "Yo, NFL Twitter is jumping"? <laughs> right. It's not a thing. Who's the worldwide wobe of? Uh, yeah, it's not <laughs> there. Like it's it like the worldwide role might be baldy. Like it's not a <laughs> right. it's not a thing. And so so much of our life is is on these phones and these social media channels that it's surprising to us when we're inundated, 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 inundated with LeBron and the Lakers and the scoring record and history in the NBA while these other people who just aren't on social media mm. are watching a flag football game. They, they very well <laughs> might be. They're on Parlor or whatever that other website is called. Like, they're over there. The <laughs> audiences are different. Like, the numbers bear out. Like, the audiences are, are different. It's, it's In a way, this is the Colin Kaepernick conversation. Mm. Mm. That's That's... That's why the audiences are different. It, it still always trips me out, too, and we'll see it on Monday or Tuesday, how the Super Bowl ratings go up every year. Yeah, I, that I'm always weird. fascinated by. That's kind of weird. Like, every metric of, like, a television show, and they're like, wrestling's a great example. Mm-hmm. Every metric of how you measure television shows and people who watch television goes down year after year after year. Because there's plus three and there's plus seven DVR viewing, mm-hmm. right? And so if you are, if you're, if there's a series like Snowfall's coming back, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're, if you're uh, DVRing Snowfall, but you want to get four or five episodes in before you start watching because you know you're going to binge for five hours, they don't get credit for those views. You only get credit for views three days after and seven days after. Mm-hmm. Some. Some companies you get you get uh, you get a view count if you DVR it, even if you don't watch it, even if it's just DVR, you get that view count. But mm-hmm. all companies aren't the same in that regard. The only measurement that doesn't go down is the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl and live sports mm-hmm. overall don't change. Now you can find regular seasons going down, like like collectively, like an entire season. You can find those numbers going down. But there are always games where, oh, it, it beat last year's. How? How? And especially when you talk about. It's the, on 47 different channels. How did the number get right. higher? Especially when you talk about the Super Bowl. Like, if you're talking about a conference championship or divisional round, like maybe, you know, the the buzz for a particular year is higher. You're like, oh, man, you know, Cheryl and L. Grove. Yo, I'm hearing about this Mahomes guy going up against. This Josh, I, I, I might have to watch. Last year it was Roethlisberger versus Tannehill. I didn't really care, but I, I want to see what they're talking about. Like, I can understand that going up. Everybody has watched the Super Bowl every year since I've been alive. <laughs> so how is it? Oh, I didn't wa- I didn't never watch the Super Bowl before. I'm going to watch this year. It goes up every year. <laughs> and shout out. <laughs> 
I can't I I I I can't believe I'm going to acknowledge this person on on the radio but Brad Clayton for those who aren't familiar oh, is literally the worst person in the chat and he never says anything of of intelligence so I'm going to give him a little bit of attention here. He says NFL Twitter is definitely a thing. You weren't on Twitter the night DeMar Hamlin then? That wasn't NFL Twitter. That wasn't NFL Twitter, Brody. <laughs> that, wasn't NFL Twitter. that was literally life. <laughs> that was the lead story on CNN. Right. That is not NFL Twitter. Lead story. CNN was round-the-clock coverage on DeMar Hamlin that night. No, it's not NFL Twitter. What was the last NFL trade? Like, did 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 Twitter go nuts when Christian McCaffrey was traded? Absolutely not. No. It didn't. No. It did when Kyrie was traded. <laughs> it KD? did when Kevin Durant was traded at 1.30 in the morning. Eastern Standard Time. And Twitter went nuts. And things stopped. For like 12 hours, Twitter went People nuts. People had emergency podcasts because Kevin Durant got traded. People don't even have emergency podcasts when Tom Brady retires. No. <laughs> but, but, but Tom Brady retirement, don't even get a blog post. No. You just run the stuff back from last year and it don't even matter. But it's just it's just different. And, and, and that's all it is. But and it, will, you say, it will be fun when the NFL announces 200 million people watch the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> What? <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Let it ride. Has Taylor Swift ever done the Super Bowl? So she did. She did it when Bruno and uh didn't she do it with Bruno and Beyonce? No, it wasn't her. Has she ever done it? I feel like she has. I don't know. There was a rumor that this year was supposed to be her. Mm. And like that that rumor came out and then a day later, Rihanna was announced. And I don't know that it's ever been completely explained how that happened. Whereas if they offered it to her or if it wasn't final and someone like released it too quick mm-hmm. or if she backed out and they I thought, oh, my God, that. what are we going to do? Yeah. And normally you don't pay someone to appear at the Super Bowl. There is zero percent chance Rihanna is doing this for free. Yeah. Zero. Jesse, what would you find? Uh, Taylor can't do the Super Bowl because she's got a Coke endorsement and Super Bowl's oh, wow. Pepsi. Is that a shoe? Wait a minute. Wow. It's, it's Apple it's Music. Always, well, it's always by uh, Pepsi, too, though. It's it's A lot of the times, it's Pepsi. That's what the article I just looked up right now says. But maybe before then. Before she I think Apple just maybe this year endorsed this one, or maybe it's just Rihanna. Yeah, but wasn't but, it this year that, that the yeah, Taylor, it was, Taylor but Swift maybe thing? the deal had Maybe it had always been Pepsi before, so it took her out of the running. And maybe, maybe afterwards... Apple Music jumped in there and said, we'll, we'll sponsor it. Yeah, Apple Music is definitely the sponsor. Yeah. Like, if you just open up your Apple Music app right now, you'll then maybe see just it. before that, yeah, she couldn't do it because she had a Coke sponsor. It was Pepsi before, right? Yeah, it's been yeah Pepsi it was Pepsi for before. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Pepsi One for a year. <laughs> the Pepsi <laughs> One halftime show. <laughs> Did you, uh, I didn't do this. Did you see uh, Rihanna's set list? It's out? I think it's either a rumor. I don't know. You fall for everything. It's on the either internet. well, the the professor had it out there. He was talking about. Oh well, the professor knows. The professor probably he, got it from he had Rihanna. An article on there or something. I heard somebody else talk. I think uh, Rory and Mal were talking about the set list was out too. I don't want to know. I. But that was a good call by you. Did I, you see the commercial? I don't want to know either. But I, I wanted. I I I was going to ask what the what the first song would be. But if everybody knows, it's not worth asking. Did you uh, see the commercial? The Rihanna trailer? Yeah. Yeah. That was a great call by you. The song they went with the whole time. Oh, yeah, but I did. I, I, but you think that's going to be the open? It might be. 
I mean, hell, they chose that to yeah, yeah, to yeah. do the commercial with. That's that's gonna be a big part of the show, I think. We'll come back. Uh, it's Trista Crick time, baby. Trista hey, Crick live Crick. from the Super Bowl. Uh, she joins us. Plus, I've got a question about a retired quarterback uh, from Green Bay. Oh, this, this, this guy. Good friends with Brad Clayton, I believe. We'll talk about oh, that when we geez. return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> d and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Trista Crick said to join us coming up here. Uh, at the top of the hour, uh, followed by, y'all know the Friday vibes, Kyle Matson. James is already here. I, I, James is out in the uh, lobby yeah, working. What is, what is James doing? Just hanging out. He's just out there working, talking to people. Just chilling, passing out Taco Bell to everybody. He's just <laughs> handing out Taco Bell. Did you get Taco Bell? I got a taco and a burrito. Look at, look at that. Everybody got Taco Bell. <laughs> Shout out to James, man. Ha- Shout out to the hammer. Ha- ham coming through in the clutch. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, 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 that Friday trifecta uh, is on the way. Did you... Did you happen to read the latest Brett Favre story? Um, some of it, but I know what's going on. This is this guy's a jackass. This dude is suing uh, Shannon Sharp, amongst others, um, because of uh, the way he's been portrayed in this. Pat McAfee's the other one. Pat McAfee. That's the that's the other one. I couldn't remember if it was Pat McAfee or Colin Coward. That's the other mm-hmm. one. Um. Because of the way that he's been portrayed in this, um, what as a the criminal? As a criminal, yeah. <laughs> this dude, man. The I thing I did, one, one of the episodes we were talking about Bomani Jones the other day with the professor. One mm-hmm. of the episodes I did see of of, of Bomani Jones. I saw that too with uh, with the 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 high school legend who's getting uh, getting wrapped up in that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a he had a bar. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 that's at a bar. That's one of the the Marcus the, Dupree is the guy's name. That's right. That's one of the best ways that I've seen this this whole thing laid out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Not only is Brett Favre not in jail, he's now suing people. Come on, man. Come on now. Oh, brother. I still one thing that I have been unable to find. In all of these different articles, write-ups, I've listened to podcasts on this situation. Mm. One one the, the, the one thing I've been unable to find out is why is he not in prison? What am I missing about this? I have no idea. He stole. He stole from an entire community. Mm-hmm. He stole funds. How is he not in prison? How is not everyone associated with this yeah. not in jail? Well, it seems like, and you saw the same thing I did when, when Bomani laid it out. It seems like there's a lot of people who've done this. And and nothing is happening to these people, which is crazy. Which is what do they call this? The John Daly was, in, I think, another one. What do they call this? White collar crime? Is mm-hmm. that what this that's called? White mm-hmm. collar crime? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Are you sure we're talking about a collar here? Mm. Is that what we're talking about? Jeez. Ridiculous. Oh, man. I can't, yeah, that that's that's bizarre, and it's still always underreported, I think. I don't think ESPN's done anything on it. I, yeah. First take, where you at? <laughs> yeah, where you at? Right. 
First day. First yeah, day, right. They, they quick to talk crazy about Kyrie, but they let Brett Favre do whatever. I, it, I, I, I'm going to be careful. I never turned into that show, but I go to ESPN.com enough to know anytime Stephen A. sneezes, it gets its own clip on ESPN.com. Oh, he's got one up trashing Russell Westbrook now. Like, cool, okay. I guess I could do a Google search and see uh, Stephen A. Smith's thoughts on Brett Favre. Hmm. Wonder if Google will say zero returns. Zero returns for sure. And what? So what's the whole? Uh, you brought up something real quick. What's this going on with uh with Russell Westbrook? I guess I missed this. Like, uh, they were calling him a vampire because he like sucks the life out of the locker room or something like that. So Ramon, I think it was Ramona wrote an article yesterday about how like this all came to an end and no it wasn't Ramona it was um that quote came I think it was from Dave McMiniman okay it was in his article and this was this was the thing that agitated me about Russell's entire tenure in in Los Angeles is has LeBron ever had an issue saying something about somebody not that I know of. even if he did it subtly we all knew who he was talking about right Never said anything bad about Russell Westbrook. Anthony Davis never said anything bad about Russell Westbrook. Reading this article, and it's 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 been these guys with the athletic. It's been Dave. It's it's really been Dave McMenamin all season long, where it's clear Dave is talking to like the same player over and over and over and over again. And this player said getting rid of Russell Westbrook was like getting rid of a vampire. And 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 it, and. I think that was that was the quote, mm-hmm. and then McMenamin explained, "Wow, he was sucking the life out of the locker room." Okay, dude. All right. Look, mm-hmm. I know I'm the Russell Westbrook defender, but like reporting is so lazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, okay, cool. Because the tone, the tone, and all of McMenamin's quotes all season long were exactly the same. Right. None of them were on record either. I can go on record and tell you, you name a person, I'll tell you how I feel about them. Stop being a coward. Right. These know. dudes, are, they, 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 that type of stuff is so cowardly to me, and it's trash. I, I really don't know why um, Russ gets kind of portrayed the way he does. I really, I, I really don't understand it. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's good in the community. He can be a little surly. I get it. Like, I understand that. He's... He's had, you know, run-ins with the media before and things of that nature. But so let me let me can, can I ask you something about that? Uh-huh. When articles like what Dave McMenamin wrote in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles uh, uh, Lakers beat report beat reporter, why the hell would you ever cooperate with the media if you're getting articles like that written? I about agree. You? I agree. I said this about Barry Bonds when he was playing. Like all y'all do is talk crazy about me. Why would I be cool with you? Has KD ever said anything negative about Russell Westbrook? But we've been led to believe there was this big beef between them and that they hated each other. And that's why Russell, uh, That's why uh, Kevin Durant left. Kevin Durant ain't never said a bad word about Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook ain't never said a bad word about Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. So, so that stuff is out there. It's getting reported. It means... Somebody is finding an angle for their story and talking to someone who can help them further that angle. I don't blame Russell Westbrook one bit for not talking to anybody. I wouldn't either. We criticize LeBron for like having his circle and his media people, like the the, the people who carry his water, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I can assure you, if I was the level of LeBron James at anything, that's exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to go speak to some random person who could take anything I write and turn it into whatever they want, and they've got... 
you know, some other dude because they got my name on record, but they don't have any other individual for this story's name on record. Yeah. Kiss my ass. That ain't going to be me. Right. No, I, like I said, it, it reminds me a lot of the Barry Bonds thing because people are always like, uh, Barry Bonds was a jerk. Like, you guys, number one, that stemmed, I think, from Barry watching what the media did to his dad. And he was like, like when he was playing, he was like, it's, y'all are not here for me. Like, y'all twisted. That's it. And Barry took that through his whole career. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sure enough, all they did was slam Barry all the time. All the time. He's like, I don't fool with you guys. And, and I that's just, why they slam him, because he doesn't give them – the, the 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 story that they want or they need or or what they pitch to their editor or all that stuff. So, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make your life miserable miserable while you're here. Yeah, we ain't got we ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> we ain't got nothing to talk about. Luckily, new media is here. <sighs> hey, <laughs> hey, you joke, you joke. And I think Draymond was <laughs> ass backwards, stupid for calling himself new media <laughs> when his podcast company that he's on is run by Colin Cowherd, <laughs> who is the oldest of old media out there. But Draymond but, the worst. but 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 Draymond did that's Draymond's an NBA player with a big platform. He's mm. like, hey, I wasn't in that locker room. But y'all are dead wrong about Russell Westbrook. Mm. I saw that clip and 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 that's the that's the the, the, I think the new media line is stupid. Mm-hmm. But that is the approach of a guy who doesn't have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Dave McMiniman, he has a job, right? And he's he has an agenda. I'm going to get clicks with this. We joke about how uh, Sam's got to post an article. Well, he's going to be at the Laker game this weekend because he knows he can write about LeBron, and everybody's right. going to read that. Well, look, and it's, to a certain degree, this is kind of what I talked about a little bit, and I know it's a little different. But with like Kyrie Irving, right? Like how the media looks at him one way, the players, they cool with him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 